Good morning, fellow daily prayers. I'm Pastor Randall Friesen, and this is Daily Prayers. Welcome. We have been studying, kind of reading our way through Psalm 119, and he's been talking a lot about the Word of God, the instructions of God, the commands of God, the laws of God. Well, how can you understand some of those things? What is a way to grow understanding of the Word of God? Today, we're going to talk about that, a process for understanding the Word of God given to us from today's reading. We're going to talk about that in a minute. It is March 15th, and of course, you know, you may not know, but I'm going to tell you what that means. It's the Ides of March. Beware the Ides of March. Um, I think that was in a, uh, a play, a Shakespeare play, I think. But this was the day in in 44 BC, on this day, March 15th, 44 BC, that Julius Caesar is stabbed to death by Brutus, Cassius, and some other senators. Watch the senators, they can be tricky. Some other senators in Rome, and that thus came from that, the Ides of March. Beware the Ides of March, be careful. Caesar was stabbed and killed, and of course from that came our Caesar salads, of course, and the drink, the Caesar, that was born in Calgary down the road here in 1969. Of course, you better know I'm joking. I mean, it was, but those things don't come from the death of Caesar. But if you want to celebrate today, I would make myself a chicken Caesar, and I would have a Caesar, the drink, with Clamato juice. Although I honestly don't completely understand the thrill of Clamato juice with a stick of celery in it but you can celebrate the Ides of March. Hey, we better get going. It is uh, Tuesday today, and we are in Psalm 119, verses 121 today to verse 128. So we're going to read that, and then we'll pray together. The author the author's David, and I haven't mentioned that yet, but the author is David. Don't leave me to the mercy of my enemies. For I have done what is just and right. Please guarantee a blessing for me. Don't let the arrogant oppress me. My eyes strain to see your rescue, to see the truth of your promise fulfilled. I am your servant. Deal with me in unfailing love and teach me your decrees. Give discernment to me, your servant, and then I will understand your laws. Lord, it is time for you to act, for these evil people have violated your instructions. Truly, I love your commands more than gold, even the finest gold. Each of your commandments is right, and that is why I hate every false way. Just thus far, friends, the Lord has promised to add his blessing to the reading of his word, wherever and whenever it is, and so we can watch for the blessing today. The earth, friends, is full of people who are arrogant and who are, uh, who are arrogant oppressors of people, of humble servants of God. In David's day, that was, that was standard. In this day, that's a standard. There are arrogant oppressors of the servants of God, the people of God. You have to be arrogant to have the, have the nerve to stick your face in God's face and say some pretty defamatory things, some cursing and some uh, denial things. You have to be 
arrogant to even pull that off. Well, even in David's day back then, he's asking God, God, pay attention. Look, these arrogant uh, blasphemers, if you will, don't leave me to the mercy of them, these enemies, for I have done what is just and what is right. And he begins to plead for the blessing. Lord, Lord, please, Lord, give me, guarantee me a blessing, please. Don't let the arrogant people oppress me. That can be our prayer too, because more often than not, there are, there are evil people in this world, enemies who, who just want for the worst of us. And I was thinking about that the other day, that it must be that so many of today's people and generation and our families are born into a world in which there aren't evil enemies. Like even when I was growing up, at least the Soviet state and communism was the evil arch enemy. And there was an enemy in this world. And we've been living for a number of years now in a, in a world where there, there isn't like that in a similar fashion, such an enemy to blame for everything. But the deal is that arrogant people have always existed. Arrogant people have always been around and they will continue to be around. And David is just asking, Lord, give me the blessing. I, I need the blessing. I don't need these people in my life. Sort them out, but I need the blessing. And then, friends, David comes to the place I want to land today for a few minutes, a process for understanding God's word. You know, some of you have been mentioning to me, man, he's just harping on the word, the word, uh, the book, the law, the, the commandments, this whole chapter. And I agree. He has been telling us of the wonders of the word of God and how he listens and obeys and does what it says, etc., etc. He's encouraging us to do the same. He's, he wants to convince us of the value of the word of God, the, the commandments of God, the laws of God. Well, now, in this, in verse uh, 124 to 125, Psalm 119, he's actually going to give us a little process for understanding God's word. Let's look at it. Verse 124, he says, I am your servant. Okay, just stop there a moment. That's where he starts. That's a very good posture. That's a, when you go to God, don't be the arrogant one. Be the humble one. And that is a humble start. I am your servant. Let's start there. It's, that's the whole posture we need to approach God in. God, I am your servant. Blessed be your name. So start there. If you want to understand the word of God, start with a humble attitude, a humble spirit, a humble uh, approach to God. And then he says, deal with me in unfailing love. Deal with me. The, these are strong words, friends. These are words that you would say to someone when you want them to sort you out, when you want them to point out the wicked way in you, when you want them to humble you and when you want them to show you what you've done, deal with me, Lord, deal with me. Show me my evil heart. Show me my sinfulness. Show me my wrong decisions. Show me my pride and my own arrogance. Deal with me. So we come in humility and we ask God, God, deal with me. Deal with us. Look at me. See if there's any wicked way within me. See if there's something in me that should not be there and sort it out. Deal with me in these things and in these ways. Okay, so those first two steps then are done. Then we go on. Um, let's see here, verses uh, 
Okay, verse 24, the last, the last part of it. I am your servant. Deal with me in unfailing love. And then the third step, and teach me your decrees. Teach me, Lord. Teach me your insights. Teach me with your, uh, your laws and your decrees. Be my teacher. Ask, friends, ask God to teach you. Humble imposter, Lord, deal with my sins, deal with me. Now teach me, Lord, come, teach me. Ask God to teach you and to give you insight into his word and wisdom into his word. Ask him to teach you and uh, to give you understanding. And he will, friends, he absolutely will. In other places in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit, who is God, is described as our teacher. He teaches us. So if you want to learn some things about the Word of God, ask him to teach you. Teach me, O my Lord. Teach me, O God. That's the next step, the third step. Teach me. Ask God to teach you. And then, and then fourth, uh, the fourth step in verse uh, 20... 25, 125. Teach me, Lord, and then give discernment to me, your servant. Give me discernment. You know, there's one thing about knowing the Word of God. It's one level to understand what the Word of God is saying, but the discernment that will be necessary to know how to use it well, how to share it, how to how to tell others. This is a this is a a cry for discernment from David and from you and I, too. Lord, give me discernment. After dealing with us, after teaching us, he then can give us discernment. And I want you to note, it has to be given to you. Discernment is nothing you can take. It's nothing you can conjure up. It's nothing you can make it happen. Discernment is something you need to ask God for. Lord, would you give me your discernment? Right here, friends, this is, this is the, the process for understanding God's word. If you ever wanted to know the word of God, a good and healthy process, Lord, in humility, Lord, I am your servant. Lord, deal with me. Lord, teach me. But that's not enough. You, then, Lord, give me discernment so I know what to do with what I've been taught and what I've learned and the insight I have gained. Lord, give me discernment. It has to be given. And then what happens? <laughs> Beautiful. After these steps are followed, as you walk them through with God, then I will understand your laws. Then I will understand. Then I will get it. Then it makes sense. Then it fits. Finally, the word of God fits in my life. Lord, I am your servant. Lord, deal with me. Lord, teach me. Lord, give me discernment about this, this or that passage. Lord, just give me understanding. Then I will understand your ways. Then I will understand your word, your laws, your commands. Friends, that's it right there. Boom. Hang on to that, friends. Hang on to that. And then this is one more point I just noticed here. I wanted to mention in verse 126. Lord, it's time for you to act. There's an urgency there in David's voice. For these evil people have violated your instructions. He doesn't even say, Lord, it's time for you to act. These people are poking me with sticks or they're cornering me or they're going to kill me or they're going to take my life. It's time for you to act. No, David's passion is that the word of God is not ignored, is not uh, spoken of against or violated. 
God, uh, David wants God to act because these people have violated God's laws. That's pretty humble. That's pretty cool. You and I can pray such prayers as well. Let's pray together. Lord, I thank you for this kind of a humble kind of an approach and clarity, Lord, this moment of clarity in your word that this process is laid out here for us to see. Thank you, Father, for this, for this gift and this process and this way to understand your word better so that we have that passion, Lord, that, that the passion for your word, that you, Lord, it's time to act, that you would act against those who violate your instructions. Lord, I pray for that. Pray you would make us people, men and women of the book, men and women of your word. Lord, just show us the way forward to grow in your word more and more and give us the conviction to do it and to follow you into the places you have for us. To the glory of God. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Friends, David has been reminding us this whole chapter about the passion he has for the word, the laws, the, the commands of God. Let's pick up on that passion. Some of you have. Let's pick up on it, but let's do something about it. Let's go deeper. Let's act on this passion that we're discovering and we're seeing. And let's try to follow through on this process for understanding God's word. Let's do that. And we do that because we are loved so very well. God loves you and he is very patient about not acting against those of us who don't follow his word. He's very patient with us. And sometimes we mistake that for not caring. He does care, friends. And one day we will be caught by surprise with, with judgment that will surprise us. He loves you, friends. Lord willing, we will be back again next time for some more of Psalm 119 until we come to the conclusion of that one chapter. But for now, may God be close. May God give you understanding and discernment and insight. But for now, take care. Bye-bye.